because Chris, I'm going to tell you this. I'm going to tell you this from the bottom of my heart. If you're going to go to a Brandon Fraser movie, you got to whip your dick out. Brendan Fraser. Fraser. Yeah, Brendan. Brendan. Sorry, over. So it's Brendan Fraser. Not Brendan. But Brendan. <laughs> It's a show by Chris and Neil with all great movies. They are the real deal. We watch them all so you don't have to. It's movies that don't suck and some that do. Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, listeners of all ages, it's movies that don't suck and some do. My name is Neil. And I'm Chris. And today we got two of the big movies of the year, right? Well, I mean, like at the end of the year. One's big. One's one that we could barely see. We tried to see it, but it escaped theaters before we could get to it. Yeah, but it's one of the big movies of the year because uh-huh. it is uh, President Obama's top on his top 20 list. Oh, shit. I did not know that. Thanks. Yeah. Thanks. So the first movie we're going to talk about today is going to be Emily the Criminal featuring Audrey Plaza. Stop, Pilgrim! What did you do with my sister? So, what can I get you? Is there anywhere you don't work? They're called jobs. Something a ball like you wouldn't know anything about. And by the way, I can't believe you asked Ramona out after I specifically told you not to do that. How are you doing that with your mouth? Never mind how I'm doing it. What do you have to say for yourself? Can I get a caramel macchiato? You know what? Maybe it's high time you took a look in the mirror before you wreak havoc on another girl. Me? Wreak havoc? And speaking of f***ing, I hear the girl that kicked your heart in the ass is walking the streets of Toronto again. So I can just get my coffee over here? So that's from uh, Scott Pilgrim vs. the World. Uh, you hear Michael Sarah baby voice in there talking to Arbapaza. Um Man, my brother... Uh, my brother was dating this girl, and the girl was talking how she was so glad that Matt doesn't have a baby voice like Michael Sarah. <laughs> That'd be so weird and creepy, dude. Um, um, yeah, Aubrey Plaza has been around for now, like straight forward for like what a decade yeah. straight. Parks like and she's Rec, always dude. had stuff come out ever since Park and Rec. She's literally had something out like every like three months. And I she's, swear, she's a legit actress too. Like the. Like, uh, we talked about Black Bear. You remember Black Bear? Dude, fucking A, wish you could not. Oh, yeah, yeah, Black Bear. Yeah. Black Bear was great. Um, also in this movie, uh, Theo uh, Roz. I was in the club. I saw what happened. I know who did it. Okay. We can protect you, but I need a name to verify was it? Was it Stryker? He goes by. Lawyer. You need me to spell it? <laughs> That's from Luke Cage, right? Yeah, that's from Luke Cage. Uh, he also did uh, Sons of Anarchy mm-hmm. and stuff like that. So it's like kind of hard. Yeah. But I love that Shane's character. The Shane's character is such a badass. So are you going to have me, have me say the next name? <laughs> this? Oh, damn straight. You're saying the next okay. name. Uh, it also stars Megalyn Ichukunwoke. Ted. Oh, 
Teddy, what is going on? Haven't we had enough surprises tonight? Well, I promise you that this one will be worth it, okay? Oh, my God. What's all this? Well, I will tell you what's going on. So, listen to this. Joe told me today that when he retires, he's leaving all of this to me. Baby, that's amazing. I mean, it's life-changing. Yeah. And maybe you could put your touch on this place, change the design, help take you to the next level. I'm so proud of you. Yeah. Maybe yes. we expand, yeah. franchise even. Yes. Oh, yeah. Baby, we, we could do a lot with this place. First of all, we could change the logo. Barbecue Nation. Barbecue Safari. I mean, there's so many things we could do. Honestly, I have so many ideas. And that's, uh, that's uh, whatever. I mean, every, it seems like every Kevin Hart movie is like fucking the same. So that could have been the one the last four he was in. I forget which one. Which one was that? Hey, hey, okay. Um, man, I loved. I liked that movie. That was a good movie. Right, that's man. that's Night Class. Okay, I've never, I've, class? I've never seen Night Class. Sorry. Are you not a Kevin Hart fan? I don't dislike Kevin Hart. I just. Okay. He does not play the same. He does not play the same short guy that always makes sarcastic remarks in every movie. He doesn't play that guy. I don't know what you're talking about, Chris. At some point, he freaks out. What's going on? I don't know what to do. Yeah, that's kind of hard. I don't know what to do. All right, but anyway, uh, Emily the Criminal is the first movie that we'll be reviewing today, and also the second movie is like I guess the. The one that everybody's been talking about, I guess, the most in, in the movie community for, it's like, pretty, the last it's, year. It's been divisive uh, on the internet, but we'll talk about that a little bit. Yeah, but, but like, ever since this has premiered since, what, April yeah. of 2022 yeah, at a Films Critic? Yeah. yeah, yeah. Like, literally, this has been one of the big movies of the year because it's supposed to be the comeback, which he never really won in a way. Everybody just, just like... Thinks he went away. Literally, Brendan uh, Fraser has had Fraser. We found out a Fraser. Yeah, yeah Fraser. It's hard, to, it's uh, hard to say. Brendan. Brendan I know. Uh, uh, Brendan Fraser uh, has like literally one of the biggest careers in Hollywood ever. But everybody just thought he disappeared. But well, he didn't. He I, just... there, there was also he. He sort of went away. Dude, he had there's some sexual assault that went on. He had some other shit go on, and now like everyone's well, like. Chris, Chris, he never went away. Go look at his IMBD. He has at least two or three things for every year. Yeah. Well, I'm so like he never. He just went and did some Hallmark stuff. You know? <laughs> like, you know, he didn't go away. He just he's like, okay, what what's something that's not stressful? Yeah. I'm not gonna get really judged for. But anyway, uh, the whale is what we're talking about, of course, featuring the one, the only, Brendan Fraser. Brendan. <laughs> It's, uh, uh, oh, you, Kayla, there's something I got to tell you. What? Um, I was a geek in high school. I had really short hair. I played Dungeons and Dragons. I had a bug collection. I ate my boogers. My name's not Chaz. It's Chester. And I understand if you don't love me anymore. I play D&D too! Yeah. I was editor of the school magazine! Yeah. I used to wear corduroy pants! 
I used to masturbate. Constantly. Who is he, Chad? I want your body! So, I forgot that Lemmy showed up in Airheads. Yeah, and the thing is, you know what the funniest part about that is? What's that? It was literally, if you go to the beginning of that that video clip I, I sent to you mm-hmm. that, if you go to the beginning time, the first part before that speech is that joke. If God <laughs> and Lemmy were in a fight, who would win? <laughs> and the guy says, Lemmy is like, eh, it's trick question. Lemmy is God. <laughs> <laughs> and then like literally five minutes later, he's in the crowd yeah, yeah, that's saying, funny. I was the new magazine editor. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Uh, <laughs> I love uh, I love uh, that he shows up. Um, uh, Shady Sink is in this movie as well. I just need to push him away, find a happy memory, and hide there. Hide in the light. You got a memory in mind? Yeah. It was a time when I was. Was I there? It's presumptuous of you. But yeah. Yeah, you might have been there. So that, uh, you guys mostly know City Sink as Max from Stranger Things. Oh, which is one of the, 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 be- the favorite character besides the new villain of the new season. Let's just be <laughs> honest. I mean, like, literally, uh, because of her, Kate Bush is now getting millions and millions of dollars from running up the hill. The I, I'm, I, I'm glad that Kate Bush is super stoked about that too. I, I'm so she, dude, it's in Halloween. It's in Halloween playlist yeah. for the rest of she's, for she's, eternity. She's great for the rest of eternity. She's great. Yeah, awesome. So anyway, and uh, Shady Sink's really good. She's also in a couple other things that we'll talk about later. Uh, Ty Simpkins is in this film as well. If I was building Iron Man and War Machine. Sign Patriot now. That's way cooler. No, it's not. Anyways, I would have added in um, the retro... Retro reflective panels? To make him stealth mode. You want a stealth mode? Cool, right? That's actually a good idea. Maybe I'll build one. Not a good idea. What are you doing? You're going to break his finger? He's in pain. He's been injured. Leave him alone. Sorry. Are you? Don't worry about it. I'll fix it. So, uh, who's home? Well, my mom already left for the diner, and Dad went to 7-Eleven to get scratchers. I, I guess he won, because that was six years ago. Yeah, if from I Iron was Man... building Iron Man and... Sorry, that's from Iron Man 3. Is it the is that the worst Iron Man, or the second best? Uh, to me, um, I, I don't really... I mean, Iron Man 1's the best, Oh yeah, of course. Yeah, exactly. Like, great story, uh, great how the coming of the character yeah. and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. Uh, the rest of them... Are I, I'm not upset with any of them. Yeah. I'm not that guy. Yeah. I, I like the stories because yeah. the the stories they even told were uh, parts from comic books. So I got to see stories from comic books be drawn into those movies. And so I was I was never like that guy that was like I came out of Iron Man three or two or whatever and was like that was so disappointing. I can't believe they did this. I was like, yeah, Mickey Rourke had whips. You know, like, you know, what about like, Ultron? Would you like Ultron? Satisfied? I was I was a fan of Ultron. I think it was the only way they could do it. And to be honest, the re- the thing that sold me about uh, the age of Ultron was James Spader. Yeah, it's just that I felt like that they 
they brought this problem upon themselves in the movie. So for yeah. the, I'm like, they fucked it up to, from the very beginning. It was all their yeah. shit. I'm like, come it's on. It's all their fault. <laughs> it was all their fault. Actually, it was uh, if they followed it. Anyway, yeah. we'll, we'll talk about it another day. Uh, um, and Hong, um, gosh dang it. Chow. I just, Chow, thank you. Hong Chow. Agent Blake. Detective Knight. Please, come in. I'm Lady True. Nice to meet you. I'm sorry about the humidity. We have to get it just right for the plants. On her deathbed, my mother made me promise I would never leave Vietnam, so I found a loophole. Now Vietnam never leaves me. Small world. Detective Knight here is from Vietnam as well. Really? What a coincidence. From the Detective Detective Knight trilogy, which I didn't know existed. Yeah, the the Watchman show that came out for only one season is based oh. right here in uh, Tulsa, Oklahoma. Okay. So we watched it very, you know, it was uh, very well known, and it, it kind of uh, shed light on the uh, ma- uh, Black Massacre that happened here in the nineteen yeah. forties yeah. uh, down in Greenwood. Yeah, yeah, and uh, which wasn't really wildly known. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But now it is because of that show. But yeah, anyway, the movie we're talking about, and plus she was in the menu recently, if you remember. Oh yeah, and she was. Yeah, yeah, I remember. The menu. And she was also a uh, in downsizing, like American woman. Like she has been in some really good. Heck, she even does a voice of Pickles on BoJack Horseman for oh, nice. all the seasons. Nice, nice, nice. Yeah. So I mean, um, anyway, uh, the whale is the next movie that we'll talk about tonight. Uh, Chris, <laughs> tell them where we can find us. You can find us on online movies don't suck that network Facebook Facebook.com slash movies don't suck podcast or Twitter at MTS Podcast or Instagram at MTS Podcast. Uh your Patreon account slash movies don't suck. Uh, if you guys want to buy shirts with our logo on it, go to Bonfire.com, search movies don't suck and some that do. You'll find shirts there and stuff Neil made. Uh and we watch this on YouTube, on Subscribe, watch this Facebook, like that page. And if you watch this Twitch, uh, you subscribe on Switch, right? You can do that. Yeah. And then, um, oh yeah, if you guys want to send us an email, go ahead and uh, email us at info at moviesonsuck.net or moviesonsuckpodcast at gmail.com. Um, Makes sense. Yeah, that's was, who are we talking about today, pal? Oh, one of the businesses we're talking about is the one I actually started my day at yesterday and why I'm slightly hungover today, and yeah. that is Roca. Roca is one of my favorite restaurants in the Tulsa area. It is bar in Asian flavors. It is one of the most beautiful inside bars you'll ever see in your entire life. Look at this. Bam. Look at that. Oh, man. You actually get to sit there and chill in this environment and just, like, it seems very, like, pubby. Yeah, Even it though does. it's, like, and it's an Asian food. I mean, we're talking, like, uh, sushi, noodles, like, uh, and it's all fresh, dude. <sighs> like, edamame, freaking seared ahi tuna. Like, it's one of the best places to go eat. Now, they have actually, um, their mission at Roku is to create an encore experience for the Tulsa through international fresh and delicious offerings on every plate and all set in a cozy, comfortable atmosphere with superior service. Their menu is from scratch Asian dishes carefully crafted from Oklahoma Bounty that come out freshly plated every single time. Their success depends on your satisfaction and they aim to deliver the cleanness, freshness, and most approachable Asian cuisine in the Tulsa area. They are literally awesome. When you ever come to Tulsa, it's at 1616 South Utica Avenue, Tulsa, Oklahoma, 74104. And Wednesday nights, you can find me there. I'm there every Wednesday night 
on, it seems like for the last three Wednesday nights, <laughs> but it's literally uh, half the their happy hours the whole day long. And believe me, it's it's worth the going. Man, you, you showed me this food, and now I'm texting my wife to make give me chicken lo mein on the way home. Oh, <laughs> dude, look at this! Ah, oh, oh, edamame up here. Oh, we we chowed on a lot of edamame. Oh. We uh, this sushi plate here, that 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 black one there, that's yeah. uh, one of them I ate. Uh, I mean, I can't remember everything I ate yesterday, but we we just mowed it. It was amazing, and it only cost us like fifty bucks. We had like a couple drinks, and like we ordered literally the entire happy hour menu. Well, I'm glad that you had it. I'm glad you had a good time. I uh, on on Tuesday, yeah. uh, I looked at my finances after Christmas. I had, you know, I got I got some money, right? Like three bucks. No, I had I, I had <laughs> I had some money after Christmas, and so I uh, went on to Sweetwater.com and I ordered a Gibson Les Paul Studio guitar. And I'm what? Yeah, I cannot fucking wait. <laughs> I'm so excited. Did you just tell me you just bought yourself a Les Paul? Well, no, okay. So they have the, they have the different versions. They have the standard, which is twenty four hundred bucks. I can't afford that. Right. But I did get the one right. that's sixteen hundred dollars. Because it's a Les Paul Studio, and I cannot wait. I'm so excited. So I'll be here tomorrow. That is insane. <sighs> you just you just you're just like I bought a Les Paul. <laughs> I do. It's, uh, you don't know how fucking excited I am for this, dude. I, I, I mean, I there's not a single guitar player I've ever met in my life that would be like, oh man, yeah, I gotta play a Les Paul. Not like, no, seriously, yeah. those things are amazing. Yeah. Those are that's like you saying you just went out and bought yourself a Lexus, or yeah, you it, went and bought yourself a, a it's, Lamborghini. It's probably you know, one. Like, of the, I mean, it's probably the studio itself is probably the best. Well, a lot of people say it's the best Les Paul you can get because it's no frills. It's all made. But yeah, last the last year I got myself a Fender Jaguar. This year I got myself a Gibson Les Paul. And uh, maybe in three years, Leah will have me given the ES335 or something. But, uh, but yeah. It must be nice. It must be nice to be rich. I'm, like, uh, I'm, I'm not that rich. But. You're so rich. Dude. I, I work in... I work in radio, dude. I'm, I'm poor as hell. That's <laughs> <laughs> just the way it is anymore. If, if this was the 90s and I worked in radio, I'd definitely get like, you know, definitely have like a lot more. Because <laughs> that's in the days where you'd go to like a festival and you'd see like the, the 17 foot like gorilla with the rest, with the radio station's number on it, you know. Like, you know now, they're, now they're struggling because everyone's fucking online. <laughs> Yeah, and now they won't even now they won't even like send money out to like have T-shirts on a table. But we should get, <laughs> we should get tickets too. a lot. We should get tickets though to a lot of shows that yeah, people can't true. get to. So and the people I work with are really nice. Yeah, so, yeah. I mean, there's the, you know two the, things. Isn't, right it, isn't it crazy when you you have a a job where people are nice? It's, it's fucking insane. I know, man. It's so weird because I always had like an a hole at like every job I ever worked at in my life. Yeah, like, there's always this one guy. That I'm just like, dude, I don't know what your problem with me is. I don't get it. I, is it because I'm free and independent and I kind of say what's on my mind? Even though when I work in business environments, I did really shut my mouth, which is very hard to believe. Everyone but. I work with, I love. So it's it's been a good, it's been, yeah. yeah so but I, I don't talk about where I work, though. But you know what we should talk about? A movie. Called In With The Criminal. Directed by John Patton. Emily Pat- The Criminal. Directed by John Patton Ford, his directorial debut. Uh, this stars the amazing, the wonderful, the talented Aubrey Plaza as Emily. Scott Pilgrim. Uh, this also stars uh, 
Sorry, man. Uh, this also stars Theo Rossi as Yusef. I was in the club. Also, oh man, Megalyn Megalyn Ichikun woke as Liz. Teddy, what is going on? Haven't we had enough surprises tonight? And uh, why don't you go ahead and read the storyline for this one, pal? Is there one? Yeah, it's. There it is. Okay, okay. sorry about that. My, my pages just, are, are. I was same here, man. I think it's just. I think it's just the MDB that's going slow. Yeah. Anyway. Yeah. That's cool. It's not our fault. Ha <laughs> <laughs> ha. Anyway, Emily is saddled with student debt and locked out of the job market due to a minor criminal record. Just desperate for income, she takes a shady gig as a dummy shopper, buying goods with stolen credit cards supplied by a handsome and charismatic middleman named Yusuf. Faced with a series of dead-end job interviews, Emily soon finds herself seduced by the quick cash and ill-kilt thrills of black market capitalism and increasing interest in her mentor. Together, they hatch a plan to bring the business to the next level in Los Angeles. So, when I saw watching this, uh, I mean, it's it's what's the uh, hour thirty seven. Oh wait, 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 wait. There we go. Oh yeah, you're the background. Definitely, we got to be in a department <laughs> store trying to get some TVs. All right. Anyway, so uh, this so, uh, so when I was watching this, I was trying to. There's a style to it that I couldn't quite put together, but it reminds me a little bit of um of uh, softy brother films like Uncut Gems or or uh, good times, like it's hyper realism sort of uh, filmmaking. Right. Yeah. I, I thought Albert Plaza was fucking amazing in this movie. She was incredible. She just seemed like, I think I met this girl. <laughs> <laughs> like that, not, not Audrey Plaza herself, but yeah. I mean like the character she portrays. In this. Yeah. I think I met this girl like several times in my life yeah. just, where girl just be like, um, you know, do a bunch of criminal crimes and then just take off for a little bit. And then I see him like eight years later and I was like, what happened to you? And they're like, you know, got some money left. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> you know? So this, uh, this movie is uh, also, it's sort of like a social commentary on student loan debt and how it preys on people who are desperate and it rings in the crime and all that sort of thing going on. Uh, I liked, I liked the movie for the most part. Um, but, but, but I have a hard time fully committing myself to it. No, see, uh, both of these had a uh, both these movies that we watched today had a criteria on um, of government like or over cost and debt. Like yeah, the, yeah. Other, the next one we're going to do is uh, healthcare, yeah. uh, but this one is about the student loan mm-hmm. satire. Which, uh, by any means, yeah, that's one hundred percent. I mean, uh, did you go to college? Uh, no. Yes, my wife did. Yeah. Yeah, she went to several of them. Yeah, I, I, I know. So like the the payments for that is like intensely. Insane. I have a friend who's seventy thousand dollars in debt from college. It's it's ridiculous. Uh, way more, yeah, way yeah. more, yeah, way more. And um, so like, yeah, so it's insane. So by any means, I can see why the stress of all that is, mm-hmm. and then like, and also we in in society schools or whatever don't give young teenagers and 20 somethings and stuff like that, like the education and finance. Right. It's, and we should, I mean, there should be like an, uh, there should be a class in high school that yeah. should be taught like normal everyday finance. Yeah. Cause we're not taught that. Uh, I mean, 
uh, yeah, because like, they're leaving on the parents to to do that, and you know, uh, luckily I <laughs> I married someone who uh's dad was uh, all about getting the finance, so whatever. But but no, man, like it's fucked up. Uh, would you consider this a thriller? Yeah, I mean, because um, there's a lot of parts in the movie where oh, yeah. you're like, you don't know what's going to happen yeah. next. Um, it's a crime movie. It, it's about crime. It's really, it gets scary. Like, you, you don't know if people are going to die. Yeah, they're not yeah. going to die if, if you know, someone's going to get caught. So, yeah, I would 100% call this a thriller. I, I can see why this made president. Here we go. Boom. Fact. Uh, president Obama has listed Emily the Criminal on his top picks for 2022. He listed 17 movies, and the two movies we're talking about today is on it. Oh, really? The whale's on there, too? Yeah. You got yeah. to see the whale. Of course the whale's on it. I mean, the guy's an intelligent man that likes <laughs> art, you know? Yeah. like. And so this movie is is uh, is art, uh, 100%. Uh, it's it's gritty. It's It's understated, but again, it's also there. It's it says a lot in a, in a 97 minute in the 97 minutes it's on screen and i i couldn't rec- i i recommend this highly yeah because uh Audrey Plaza and also Theo like Theo too like Dude, the, so good. The, the, when they balance the chemistry, off each other the chemistry was yeah, spot on was, yeah. Like they both got exactly what their parts were in mm-hmm. the movie. Um even the other people that Audrey uh bounced off of throughout the film yeah like uh, Megalyn uh like like the father with the kid that she had several scenes with yeah. throughout the the several through the movie, great workmanship there. Uh, uh, Javier, that was played by Bernardo. Uh, they're they're uh, cat mouse and uh, cat and mouse kind of game they had going on was really cool. Um, Aubrey should at least get nominated. Oh yeah, for this movie. Okay, I, I can. I can see I, I think her. she should get nominated. I, I win, maybe not. I, I think there's I think there's a couple other performances out this year <laughs> yeah. that were that kind of knocked oh, out of the just park. Just so you guys know next next week is actually our top of twenty twenty two next week. So we'll, we'll Oh yes, and we're gonna have Mark from um uh, uh, right, uh, right, right, broadcasting like um yeah. Yeah, Mark Lodstick. Uh Lodstick? Uh, is it Lodstick? Rattling. Why didn't we look this Rattling. up before we Yeah, why didn't we look this up before? Sorry, Mark. We'll see. You. We'll see you next week. <laughs> <laughs> we'll, we'll, play, we'll advertise the heck out of you all week. Don't worry. Uh, anyway, um, so we, uh, man, I really liked. I just liked the character play in this movie a lot. I really did. I, I thought it, it was dark. It was gritty. Kind of reminded me. Uh, I think kind of the ghetto I grew up in. I think that's why. Kind of kind of reminded me some some people and situations I knew back then. Yeah. But yeah, this is only the criminal. You guys, it's on Netflix. That's where I mean, that's where it's at now, right? Correct. Okay, so if you guys want to watch this, I recommend it. You have worse ways to spend the evening with Albuquerque being a badass bitch. Um, you good, dude? I forgot my notebook. Okay, go get it. I'll, 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 yeah, I gotta go get it real quick. Right, I'm just, shake, I'm just shaking my dick at the camera. Sorry, <laughs> well, you kicked off YouTube. Sorry, guys. Um. But uh, yeah, Neil's gonna go his notebook and where he quotes, and then we'll uh, we'll get to the next uh, we'll get to the news segment. But you're a news segment. You want to hear something crazy? My wife, uh, she read my mind on Deja Food, and she already ordered sushi. So nice. Yeah. You gotta love it when you're on the same level. I know. You gotta love it when you're <laughs> running from the devil. Running from the devil. 
All right, a few quotes from this movie. Well, fuck this. I don't want the job anyway. (laughs) (laughs) I usually don't work downtown at night. Uh, You're not going back to Jersey. Fuck that. (laughs) Every person in here will make $1,200 cash, but you'll be doing something illegal. Legal. Uh, Do you have a union shop, Stuart? No? If not, go back to work. That's the thing. That's the thing, too. Like, we totally got rid of unions. Yeah, it's crazy. Yeah, yeah. And that's why nobody's getting paid any money anymore. Yeah, I've been listening to uh, old union songs from the 30s and 40s, (laughs) like, on the end of the day. Yeah, like Pete Seeger and Bob Dylan. Things. I got some great stories about when I was a kid and I had to help uh, sabotage people with, with some union people. It was you, really cool. You should probably do that off the air. <laughs> so. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I like your office. It's very feng shui. Uh, you might know where I live, but now I know where you live, bitch. That's such a badass scene that was. <laughs> Uh, I, I realize some of these are giving away stuff, you know. Um, he cannot drink. He cannot drink at all. He takes tiny little shit sips. <laughs> I like her. She has bigger balls than you do. What I don't understand is how you feel so comfortable asking someone to not get paid. Right. Mm-hmm, exactly. Um, you're a very bad influence on me. My problem was I never really scared him, or he wouldn't have called the police on me. <laughs> you work, you work, down to the bone. That's not that's not right, my grandmother said. <clears throat> mm-hmm. that it? And that's it. Uh, yeah. My score in this is a 3.9, man. Uh, it was good. Uh, really, without Aubrey performance, it wouldn't be anything like remarkable, but it's a pretty good movie, man. I enjoyed it quite a bit. Uh, but yeah, I mean, being uh, John Patton Ford's first uh, length movie come out. Yeah, d- definitely to watch the uh, director to watch in the future, you know? Yeah. yeah. Um, and uh, it was good. Uh, again, the uh, 100% the reason this movie works is. Because I don't think Aubrey Plaza ever does a bad thing ever. No, and it's impossible for her to do. I, she, I mean, if she does, it was probably bad writing more than her. Because, like, <laughs> literally, anytime she's allowed to do whatever she wants to do in the movie. It works. She just kills it. Yeah. And she does not. Play, like, and this is the backlash I saw um, while looking on this up information. Is backlash on this movie? I didn't know that. And, yeah. A little bit. On her. Okay. They always say that she plays the same kind of character. But oh, not a, not at all. Not at all, dude. Not at all. Yeah. Like, I, I have seen her be uh, comedic and fruitful to uh, suicidal, depressing, you know, to a smart ass. Like, she has range. Yeah. She has really a love interest. Hell, a sex-craved chasing grandpa. You know? <laughs> <laughs> you were, uh, Mike and Dave need a wedding date? Is that what it was called when she was in that? What was that? Mike and Dave need a wedding date. Wasn't she in that? Oh, that is she was in that one yeah, as well. She's funny enough. Uh, I was talking about Dirty Grandpa. <laughs> Dirty Grandpa is the one I was. Yeah. And then, like even that, I don't know. I thought she I think she's a good actress. All I right. can't. What's your, what's, I, she'll get nominated. What's your score this. in this? 
I'm going to give it a four. I, okay. I think her performance deserves it. Okay. Uh, she just like literally knocked it out of the park. Everybody was really good. Uh, like I really love the scenes. I mean, it needs a little bit more, mm-hmm. I think a little yeah. more surprise. It was a little, or, or it was a, it was a, a little easy. It's a little cool thriller. <laughs> yeah. And I mean, they literally filmed it like, uh, like in 12 days. I mean, yeah. imagine the work to that man. Uh, so, uh, 20 days, 20 days. Yeah. I'm on, I'm on com right now. What is the audience score for Emily the Criminal? 97. 79%. There, there's a, really? yeah, there's an audience says on this. Emily the Criminal gets pretty dark and the characters, characters can be unlikable. But Aubrey Plaza is fantastic in the title role. Now, what is the critic score for Emily the Criminal on RottenTomatoes.com? 81. 94%. 94%? Yeah. Wow! They really love this movie. Critics Consensus is a top thriller that contains a wealth of social commentary and with the criminal is stolen by Arbor Plaza's terrific work in the title role. Yeah, everyone says she's great. She is great. So we move the criminal uh, on Netflix now. You guys can go watch it. I, I mean... And they're going to see just more of her yeah. in in future yeah. because she's a produ- she owns her own produ- production company now. Yeah. She's making movies as much as she's in movies. She's helping writing. She's helping like she she's gone from that cute little uh, that cute young lady from you know Shawnee Indiana to now Pawnee, Pawnee, like, yeah. um, be, Oh, Sha- I'm sorry. Shawnee's an actual. Yeah, that's probably yeah, that's <laughs> yeah. So man, yeah, I'm, uh, yeah, you guys can um, go see this. This is a good movie. It's on Netflix right now. It's definitely worth the watch, and it's only like an hour and a half. So if you don't like it, you only waste an hour and a half. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> right. Uh, you got some news ready for us? Yeah, let's do some news. This is the movies that don't suck and some of the news. I have to give Chris information because his Alzheimer's is kicking in. He doesn't know what he read this week. Dude, I was, I was like, so I, I saw the, the whale on Tuesday. And it, I, no, last yeah. night, I thought I saw it yeah, last night. Because last night, I, I couldn't fucking remember what I did at all. <laughs> oh, I was like, what the oh, fuck's wrong old. with me? Like, 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 I couldn't, I was scared. I can't figure out what I did. What's going on? It, it did come to me, though, so <laughs> it did come to me. I understand why, but, okay. but it was scary. It was scary shit, man. Now, you gotta remember, this past week was Christmas week, so some of these news stories, I just pulled them so we could do sure. something. that's fine. <laughs> so just, just go with that. Uh, the first one off the back that though, is Steven Spielberg has gone public by saying uh, Martin Scorsese's best movie ever, in his opinion, from Steven Spielberg, is Goodfellas. Goodfellas is pretty good, man. Like, like, uh, it's, yeah, it's got to be his, that's his best movie, right? You would think so? Man, it's the one that's not five hours long. <laughs> it's not the Irishman, yeah. Yeah, it's not the Irishman. Yeah. I think we... Well, what's all of... <laughs> How was Irish? Was that four hours I long? Mean, that, that's the biggest problem. Is like 
four and a half, wasn't that how long? It was really fucking long. It was longer than, than Iron uh, Man was. Yeah, it was it was longer than uh, Avatar, I think, because I know I broke it up into like I broke it up into two. Uh, yeah, three hours twenty nine yeah. minutes. So just slightly longer than Avatar. And was. then like and then all his other movies, you know, uh, The Departure. The, the Departed is on so Wall good. Street. The Departed is really good, man. Departed. I, I I actually just rewatched that in the background. Today Casino, dude. Casino is so good. Yeah. Oh, still good. So which one do you think? Do you think Goodfellas is the uh, best one? Yeah, I think so. But, I mean, I really like The Wolf of Wall Street. I like The Departed. I call it that because that's how they say it in the movie. <laughs> that's how they accent. But I like The Departed quite a bit. But, yeah, Goodfellas is probably definitely is the most iconic movie, I would think. Right? Yeah. Yeah. And uh, a taxi driver, though. God, gangs in New York. You're talking to me? You're talking to me? But, I'm the only one standing here. Oh, no. Because oh, sometimes I hate taxi driver because then it reminds me that because the taxi driver, yeah, um, John Lennon got killed. Oh, yeah. <laughs> like, yeah, yeah. Anyway. Anyway. All right. So moving on. Ryan Johnson says Dave Batista is the best wrestler turned uh, action star no, ever. Real quick. Taxi driver. How was he killed out of John? Are you talking about, you're talking, you're talking about John Lee Jr. who tried to shoot the president? Was uh, Reagan was shot because of because of it? I don't think that Dexter. No, it was Lennon. John Lennon Jr. tried to shot the president. Reagan. I thought he tried to kill Lennon. Who, who then the guy that killed Lennon like was doing it to try to get Jody Foster? No, that's John Lennon Jr. Love? who did who did that for Reagan. He shot Reagan. In a, Man, I, I guess I need to listen to more. Murder podcast, yeah, yeah, my yeah. wife. John Lincoln Jr. <laughs> tried to shot the president to impress Judy Foster from okay, Texas. Who cares about that guy? Who shot Lennon? Not John, not John, not John Lincoln Jr. Someone else. Okay, I don't. You say that guy's fucking name one more time. I'm gonna come through the screen and smack you. What? Who's the guy that shot Lennon? <laughs> uh, I forget his name, but it wasn't for it wasn't for Judy Foster. Really? I yeah, that was the one. Oh, no. whatever. Okay, that happens. But anyway. <laughs> So, Dave Batista is the best wrestler turned action star in the name of Ryan Johnson. Mm, do you think so? He says, when I was writing his character, a uh, men's rights streamer named Duke Cody, I was picturing a scrawny dude who's trying to overcompensate. But when Batista was brought up, I was instantly so smutted by the idea. I've been a big fan of his, uh, and his dramatic chops have gotten increasingly well over the movies he's done in the few past years. Dude, I can't wait for a knock at the cabin. Dude, I can't I wait. I know! <laughs> That's I'm so sorry. I met Batista one time. He's a really good guy. So uh I mean he does take more serious roles. Yeah, yeah. He does take more serious roles. Even though he does Drax, he takes other serious roles in drama and stuff like that and and in crazy movies like Hotel Artemis for one. Oh dude, yeah. I uh man he was Yeah, where where he's the nurse. Yeah. I remember, uh, I feel like if I ever shake JBC's hand, my whole body would shake with it when he shook my hand. Like, I'd be like, you know, like, that's how I feel like it. But, yeah, man, uh, Dave Batista is, is the shit. <laughs> I like him a lot. Yeah. Uh, Glass Onion became Netflix's sixth, hot, sixth biggest film debut of all time. And it's so fucking good. So they are number six in that whole. 
Oh, uh-huh. dude, I know, right? And and I don't know where this new story is, but I'll go ahead and tell you this one, too, with it. Um, if you go to uh, glassonion.com or go on Netflix, you can click on um, on Netflix, like, on your uh, computer and not on – well, even on your TV, but on your computer is better. Yeah. You go to Netflix, and they have a 3D model of the glass onion that you can explore. Oh, that's cool. Through – yeah, and you can click on. I, I did it earlier today. I oh, went yeah? through the whole thing. Like you can explore the entire island and go to see where bits were, and as little pieces of footage of who designed that, or like the the table, the 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 desk and chairs. It tells you who designed it and where they came up with that idea. Or and then it goes into the art gallery, it goes to the island. It shows different set. It's really cool, and it gives you different information about the movie. You know, it's really cool. It's it's a fun interactive thing. You know, remember back in the day when we had these things called DVDs? Yeah, that was cool. And we had extras, and we had extras like that. Yeah. Uh, but I wouldn't mention the, way Avatar. the guy you're thinking of, Mark David Chapman. That's the guy shot with it. Mark David Chapman. Yeah, yeah. Okay. And he just did because. And crazy. what did he do? He just did because. Okay, good. Yeah. All right. Avatar made a billion. Really? They're already. In twelve days. Fuck! All right, well, days it so made its money back. Billion dollars <laughs> made its money back. Finally, Ricky. I mean, that's crazy, man. Yeah. So he's gonna, he's gonna, yeah, he's gonna be able to make all the avatars. So next will be what Avatar in the ground. Uh, then <laughs> yeah. what we got Avatar Underground, in yeah. the desert. Then we'll do like Avatar in the trees. I mean, um, I, I did like the I first did. One was flying. To be said, to be fair, both you and I had a good time watching Avatar too. It was a fun movie. No, it's a beautiful again, beautiful movie. See it in theater. If you see it at home, you you wasted your life. Yeah, you didn't see the same movie we did. Yeah, I don't know what to say. <laughs> you didn't see the same movie. Yeah. You, you, it's like saying um, you the first time you played Mario Brothers, it was on your phone. You know, you didn't have the same experience. So the me. the problem that's the also the problem with Avatar though is that that you can't enjoy as home as you would in the theater. Like, uh, like that's the that's the that's the downfall of it to me. Like, like honestly, like I don't know, whatever. Movies and theaters are great. Your favorite movie is finally releasing a clip in in one and a half months from today. Did we just Dallas a clip? Has it? Huh? Did we do Dallas? No. <laughs> Fast 10. Oh, there. Okay. Well. Fast and the Furious 10, bro. We're the one. final one. We got to see it. We got to see it. I mean, we. I spent, I remember the, the when the last one came out, I spent three days watching nothing but Fast and Furious movies. So <laughs> we'll see Fast 10 and we'll do it. So um, Babylon so this past week, uh, Christmas box office, by yeah. the way, uh, Christmas is the, if you guys don't know, though, is literally the biggest day in cinema yeah. the whole year. Yeah, yeah. Um, Babylon bombed bad. I'm seeing it. I'm seeing it on, on uh, New Year's Day, actually. Yeah, it, yeah. it's $3.5 million is all I ended up with. Um, for an eighty to hundred million dollar movie, I know it's filled so, with it's filled with like people or stars, but no one wanted to see it. And uh, partially, nobody went and seen it. It's three hours. You know why? Three hours nine minutes long. Is that why? Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know why? Why? 
because everybody went and seen Avatar. <laughs> <laughs> the entire world went and seen. Uh, 56 million is what they brought in on that day. Uh, the next one below them is Violent Night. Yeah. Number three, The Menu. That's great to hear because the menu, like, it's six round. I like the menu quite. It's you, a great movie. Yeah. I'm seeing, but I am seeing Bad One. And the movie day, by the way. we're going to probably watch in the next two weeks. I want to dance with somebody. Oh, we're going to we're going to see that. Okay, dude, it's a music biopic. How okay. can we not go see a music that's, biopic? That's, that's our shit. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like we're we're music guys. Uh, sad news: the director of one of the first ever found footage movies of all time, Cannibal Holocaust, Rogery Diodato, passed away at the age of 83. Uh, if you guys don't, a Cannibal Holocaust is one of one of the most goriest movies to the point where he actually got arrested because they thought he actually killed people. The the, the part I don't like is they actually, they actually actually kill animals in it, and that makes me sad. But the thing is, if you know that that's actually like the the animal killing wasn't like loosely; it was actually part of that. It was, it was part culture, of that. Yeah, and yeah. they actually use every, they used everything. Yeah, it's, yeah. it's like when you kill a cow. <laughs> I mean, it sucks. The turtles are older and more, you know what it is. <laughs> yeah. But, um, but yeah, uh, he passed away. Cannibal Holocaust. Literally, if you want the biggest gore fest that's going to disturb you and give you nightmares. Freaking go watch that tomorrow. It's, it's like a yeah, it's tomorrow. like a mockumentary type thing. So, uh, UFC's Angela Hill is uh, taking meeting with Barack Obama over the alien abduction movie that he is going to be making for Netflix. Wait, wait, about Barack Obama's been making an alien abduction movie or the other guy? Yeah, him and Michelle, they, uh, we talked about this last year. Uh, him and uh, Michelle um, made a production team, made okay, a production so the, okay, company gotcha, that they, gotcha. they started making films from Netflix. Okay. And awesome. Yeah. Wait for go for them. I mean, yeah. they're both creative people, so yeah. I could see how that could go well. But, I mean, I can't wait to see an alien abduction movie <laughs> sponsored by Barack Obama. Like, I can't. What am I saying? Is that a word? Is that a sentence? Is that real? Is that to forfeit his security clearance? <laughs> to, to make this movie? I have no idea. That's cool, though. I don't know. The, the Hills. St- uh, so it's about the Hill uh, abduction. Oh, yeah, Hill I know. All about story that. Has. Yeah, yeah, that's a really cool story. Yeah, yeah. The various. TV shows with the couple speaking about what happened in various interviews over the years, according to the couple and the odd shaped spacecrafts that approached them from the sky. Yeah, if you find that Wikipedia, so, dude, yeah. you, you can go find podcasts about it. If you find the Wikipedia page about it. It is fucking wild. But yeah, the wild, yeah, nice. Yeah, uh, Patrick Wilson is, and Jason Blum are really excited. Uh, Patrick Wilson's going to be doing the directorial debut with Insidious. Fear the Dark, so it's like part five. Oh, now. They know, they, oh Patrick Wilson's going to direct Insidious. The, the, uh, okay, all right. Yes, I like Patrick Wilson. So I guess we'll have to see that. By, by, by the way, I told yeah, you, who I doesn't think, like Patrick Wilson? To me, to me, if you look at white person in the dictionary, it's a picture of Patrick Wilson. <laughs> Him and Tim Allen, yeah, right next to each other. Uh, <laughs> um. 
uh, Iron Man is the first, talking about Iron Man that we talked about earlier, Iron Man is the first MCU film to be inducted into the Library of Congress. That's good. That's, I mean, it's it's a cultural touchstone, that Iron Man. So, yeah, bring it on. I feel like if you're going to do any of them, that has I feel like I feel like Iron Man and Endgame and Infinity War are at least the three you have to have it. Probably it's right? the beginning of the MCU, and those two are like, like historically. It's I like, mean, come on, they're number one and two on the top movie list. Yeah, they're good. They're really good. Uh, they uh, are, you know, it's something like everyone saw. You know what I mean? So. Mm-hmm. 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 Uh, James Cameron made an announcement earlier this week that, um, sorry, but the other Avatar movies might take a little bit longer than we thought. Oh, uh, so because they're already done filming uh, part three. Yeah. Okay. So, but uh, are, they're already done with that. Uh, his quote was, "They exist. The stories exist. We know exactly what we're doing now. We know what these movies are going to be. We just have to go through the process of getting them done. So, you know, ideally, two years from now, Avatar three comes out. Ideally, maybe three after that four comes out, and ideally, maybe a couple years later after that five will come out. So, we won't be away from the marketplace. So, we'll have the sense of worlds. I already mourn all the movies I'm not going to make now because <laughs> I'm going to stick with the Avatar story. I mean, all right, man. All right, man. I'll go. I'll go on your journey, bro. You know, the, when when a director says I'm going to mourn the movies I'm going to miss making because I'm making Avatar. <laughs> He's a he's sixty eight, so he needs to get on that shit pretty quick. I mean, he hasn't had that much time left. But yeah, I'm I'll, I'll watch Avatar three, no problem. Right? Oh, dude, no right. Um, so the uh, pale white blue, uh, oh, the pale blue eye, uh-huh. which is coming out uh, next week, Christian Bale. And Harry Melling, uh, the guy, the director, before uh, casting uh, Harry Melling, didn't even know who he was. Really? Huh. Yeah. And it's like, um, he was in Harry Potter, dude. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He was, <laughs> like, he all was, of them? He was, yeah, he was in <laughs> all of them, yeah. <laughs> uh, I remember he was a good... Yeah, like, he was so a good that, that's kind of funny. He was a good villain in... Um, in the old gods, the old one, the, what's the one with them? Mm-hmm. The old gods, what's the one with them? Charlie Stern, which he plays God. Came out, what, a couple years ago? Do you know what I'm talking about? Who plays God? What? Uh, someone again? plays like a, like a superhero. It's Charlie Stern. Charlie Stern, when she plays superhero. Yeah, yeah. Or like a, like a, like a, a eternal being. I'm going to this up. Go ahead. <laughs> but yeah, Harry Millen. I'll let you know what I'm Anyway, uh, the Wicked Witch's Hourglass from The Wizard of Oz just sold for $495,000. Wow. <laughs> right? By the way, uh, well, some of the old guard. Oh, the old guard. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Nice. Yeah. But that, that, um, that's all my money's just been on something. <laughs> like, and uh, James Cameron took 10 minutes out of gun violence from Avatar so he could not promote gun violence less. That's cool, right? I like that. Yeah, that's pretty cool. Yeah. I like that story. 
Uh, Zachary Levy has come out and said, hey, dudes, give them some time. They're working on it. Talking about P- James Gunn and Peter Saffron. <laughs> <laughs> He's friends with all them. So, therefore, he just like, hey, look, dude, they are literally writing 10 years. They are writing 10 years. Hopefully, you may, may say that as like, I still want to do Shazam 3. <laughs> <laughs> like he's like <laughs> um also uh, i think we're gonna finish this out on a good note uh marvel teases stan lee documentary to come out on disney plus in 2023 we'll the amount that. the announcement video was shared on what would have been the legendary comic book writer editor and publisher's 100th birthday yeah i saw a bunch so, of um so this is this is I'm gonna say this, and I don't want anybody who's a nerd to get mad at me when I say any of this. Stanley was a nice guy at the end. He very much was, <laughs> but he screwed over a lot of people in the early days. And are they gonna tell that story? We'll see. I mean, he didn't bill fang- he didn't really bill finger anybody, but he kind of bill fingered. You know, do you know what Bill Finger is? Tell me what Bill Finger is. Okay. Uh, do you know who Bob Kane is? Yeah, yeah. He uh, made Batman, right? Great. Do you know who Bill Finger is? Did he? Did he? Did he? Wait, no, I don't actually. Bill Finger's the guy who actually created oh, Batman. Oh, yeah, yeah. Wow. Yeah. <laughs> and, I mean, it's a, it's a story, but whatever. Bob Kane and, uh, took over and became the mouthpiece, and Bill Finger kind of was like, okay, I'll, I'll be in the background. I don't want to talk to people yeah. and shit like that. And instead, Bob Kane got the rights to Batman, and Bill Finger's name didn't even pop up on a single Batman thing ever until Batman versus Superman. Oh, wow. Wait, that, that movie, Batman versus Superman? Yeah. Wow. Yes. It was the first time Bill Finger's name. I think it's Batman versus Superman. I could be wrong. It could have been um it could have been the one right before that. But I don't think it was Christopher Nolan. I don't yeah. think it was Nolan that put yeah. it on. I think it was someone else. But um but anyway, yeah. So uh Jack Kirby got kind of done by yeah. Stan Lee. Yeah. Like okay. that, because cause Stan Lee would be like, hey, I need a Spider-Man. Can you give me a Spider-Man? And then Jack Kirby <laughs> would be like yeah, here's here's your Spider-Man. And he goes, yeah, do you know what a Fantastic Four would look like? And then Jack Kirby would draw the Fantastic Four and hand him. Do you know what a god of Thunder Thor would look like? Jack Kirby would be like, yes. you know, And the Incredible Hawk, Captain America. I mean, it goes on and on and on and on. And so, like, are they going to talk about that? Because literally Jack Kirby left Marvel. Because Stanley took all the credit. And went to DC oh. and created Darkseid and all those villains and a whole different universe over there. Well, fucking A. We'll yeah, find so out. are they going to talk about that? That's what I, I want to know. Because I'm afraid, I'm afraid they might just suck his dick the whole documentary. Yeah, I know. Yeah. That's what I'm afraid. Yeah. But anyway. <coughs> are you okay, dude? Yeah. Ah, yeah, sorry. Just uh, oh, yeah, so, wrong. Yeah. Um, yeah, let's, that's the news. That is the news. Chris is now more informed. He can go back and tell everybody all the wonderful information if he doesn't forget it 10 minutes from now. 
Dude, I, I forgot what happened yesterday. I, I, I'm not, I don't have my um, confidence. You can probably, tomorrow, next week, you need to do the whole news. And when you're fucking thinking, like, oh, yeah, really? I'll be like that the whole time. But, um, all right. Uh, but we're talking about The Whale, directed by Darren Aronofsky. He did direct things like Requiem for a Dream, Pie, The Fountain, uh, The Wrestler, one of my favorites, The Wrestler, uh, and Mother from a, well, it's a, so Mother. From, uh, a couple years ago, that do we talk about that in the show, Mother? What was it? Do we talk about Mother on the show? I don't know if we talked about Mother on the show. But I do. I do. I do. I do. That movie fucked me up big time. <laughs> I remember leaving the theater. I'm like, what did I fucking watch? Uh, but the, it was not the whale. Yeah, you know what? I think we did talk about it. To be honest, I'd have to look it up, but I think we did talk about it. Because uh, like I remember seeing it in the theater too. Yeah, uh, but anyway, this is written by Samuel D. Hunter. He also wrote the 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 play. This stars Bryn, Brendan Fraser as Charlie. It's uh, Hosh, uh, you, Kayla. There's something I gotta tell you. What? Um, I was a geek in high school. Also stars uh, Hong Chao as Liz. Agent Blake. Detective Knight, please come in. This also stars Sadie Sink as Ellie. I just need to push him away, find a happy memory, and hide there. And Ty Simpkins as Thomas. If I was building Iron Man and War Machine... It's Iron Patriot now. That's way cooler. No, it's not. Um, this also stars Samantha Morton as Mary... Uh, Satya Sidron is Dan the Pizza Man and JC Sink is Young Ellie. That's everyone in the movie. What's your storyline for this one? I don't know if I can, man. It's a little difficult. <laughs> this one's a difficult one. Yeah, this yeah. is a difficult read. All okay. right. All right. All right. <laughs> all right. La 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 la. It's okay. all no, it's all to read. Mm-hmm. Yeah. All right. A reclusive English teacher attempts to reconnect with his estranged teenage daughter. Good job, dude. <laughs> <laughs> that whole one sentence, yeah. man. So uh, this movie's been, t- been talked about for fucking uh, ever since it, uh, it came out of the Venice Film Festival. This is supposed to be a Brendan Fraser's comeback to the limelight for everyone. Like, you know, the internet's been wanting to see Brendan Fraser back, and this is his first foray back, and holy shit. Dude, I mean, um, again, I had this thing earlier. Uh, he just kind of did not do mainstream, yeah. mainstream. Yeah. But I mean, uh, he's been doing uh, Doom Patrol for like the last yeah, five yeah, years. Apparently, yeah, yeah. And, and 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 to be honest, okay. As much as I love the comic book stuff, those uh, like R-rated uh, TV shows that DC makes uh, in their hit that they made on their streaming network, and now it's on HBO Max. Yeah. But like, um. Like, nobody saw him. I don't know why. Yeah. Uh, Doom Patrol is probably one of the best fucking superhero things I've ever seen, ever. It is like Twilight Zone meets uh, stuff, and Brandon Fraser is a big part of that, playing Robot Man. Even though he does voice a lot, but he does do a lot of back scenes where he's human. Well, the thing about Brandon Fraser is that, is that he, like you said, like he just stepped back from the huge movies he was doing. Like, everyone fucking loved the Mummy movies. <laughs> and um, then he disappeared from like the roles he's used to doing. He went back, he did a bunch of voice roles, a lot of television he did. Mm-hmm. 
And so, but it's good to see him uh, back in the main role and to do a role like this. Uh, he's going to win an Oscar for this movie. Yeah, if he does not win uh, for this, uh, I have no hope in society. Um, like literally, <laughs> I don't know what performance I can think of besides uh, Nicolas Cage playing Nicolas Cage um, <laughs> that could top this for the year. Like, there's like, okay, to be honest, there's probably like four or five movies not like, I mean, I, I'm going to have to add this in. Like, yeah. I watched this, and now i got to figure out how to add this into the movies that I'm already yeah, fighting over I was, yeah, in uh, my head for next this, week's pot for the list. Yeah, I haven't made the list. I'm actually going to make it tonight uh, after the podcast. I'm going to go sit down and finally, because I've been kind of dreading, because every year I'm like, God, that could have made it on the top ten. But we, we're doing this year ten movies, five vulnerable mentions, and then five worst movies we've seen this year. Which yeah, uh, I got my number one on that one already. But um, but yeah, it's it's this movie right here. Uh, it's it's I cried like four times, this whole thing. Um, which is a lot for me. Uh, I mean, the, the guy next to the seat to me, I was like, well, I was in the corner, just like, Ugh. yeah. <laughs> uh, don't look at my raw emotions uh, as a man. Yeah, basically. Uh, I was over here, like, crying. <laughs> you know, but... But I, I was over here crying. I was like, <laughs> like, that sort of thing like right, this, so, like that. Yeah. So, not knowing exactly, because I didn't dig deep yeah. on information on this movie. Yeah. You know, I kept seeing stuff over the year because I do the new segment, and it pops up all the time, and I'm like, I don't want to talk too much about this movie because i know sooner or later it's going to be watched i want to see it and i don't want to be too ruined by yeah. it i knew i knew brandon frazier played a fat guy yeah that's all i knew i i didn't really i, I went in very very raw on so we'll, um are we gonna talk a little bit about the controversy surrounding it yeah here in a little bit but okay, can i finish yeah. my sentence sorry about you bastard yeah i'm muting myself i'm muting myself go for it i I was i was you know i I was going on a train of thought but anyway so i didn't know that uh this wonderful director was the one who directed it and i seriously described this movie to someone the other day or i think it was last night actually where i said it was like requiem where a dream uh for requiem for a dream where it was a great movie it was amazing out the writing, the story was emotional and it hits you right in the same spot. But I never want to see the movie again. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And you knew, I mean, Darren Aronofsky, man, he, he made his movies, they're interesting because there is some movies like this, like Requiem, like uh, The Wrestler. We have these people uh, sort of battling animals, you know, like Requiem Addiction with uh, The Wrestler, yeah. you know, personality disorder. And, in mother, mother, uh, <laughs> she's uh, insanity. I mean, I guess would be the best, right? Yeah. Insanity, dude, mother. But uh, uh, I'm kind of. I upset. mean, high. I mean, <laughs> but he he does these movies where he, they sort of maybe the redemption. I don't know. Like it's it's, it's kind Black of hard to... Swan. I mean, Jesus. Oh yeah. These, some of these movies <laughs> are literally that he did does. It's hard to go rewatch, yeah, and yeah. it's and it's nothing about him being a director. It's He's like amazing. the subject matters, 
just he makes it so real and visceral he makes yeah. it so real yeah. even even when it's fan fantasy like back black swan or mother and how those movies go into fantasy it's still so surreal that you're just like fuck dude i feel for these humans so like, i i got home from the movie right and my wife asked how was i mm-hmm. devastating this movie's heartbreaking yeah. I, I had a headache yeah yeah it's it's i, a, I came home and had to lay down yeah it's a devastating movie. It's it's, and the acting it's incredible. It's just, I it's, it's it doesn't make you feel that good. <laughs> like like it's, no, it's um the, okay okay the acting in this movie Brandon Fraser great Sadie oh my e sync we haven't even talked about her yet yeah, she's so she good. played her part like. Uh, snotty brat. I can't. Uh, you know, complete bitch. Yeah. teenager. <laughs> complete bitch. I don't. I don't know what you want to say about that. Uh, Ty Simpkins. Uh, he played his part really well. Which I don't even want to mention exactly. Uh, but he's just a, a character that shows up. Now this is based off of a play, which is why the whole movie takes part in just literally only. You you realize the whole movie takes part in only two places. Yeah. His apartment. If it wasn't for that first scene. <laughs> yeah. Then the whole movie takes place literally in uh, Charlie's uh, apartment in Idaho. Yep. And yeah. And so uh, the the thing is, man, uh, I it's also kind of, since it's a small cast, it's kind of a COVID movie in the way that they were able to do it. Just have this simple sort of one place where this can be done. Mm-hmm. Uh, I do mention that the the screenwriter also was the guy who did the play. He adapted the play into a screen. Screenplay. Yeah. So uh, we should mention that. Uh, and, but, but the, the acting in this movie, man, I just, I can't get over how good, how fucking real and good it was. You know, like, it's not just the acting, too, the prosthetics yeah, yeah. on him, on Charlie, to make Brandon Fraser uh, look a 600 pound uh, man. Yeah, like a 600-pound man, and not look fake. Because yeah. if he looks fake, if he does not look realistic, it was, it'll it, take you right out of that. It will not allow you to be. Yeah. Uh, and uh, I do know, Brendan uh, actually worked with the uh, Obesity Action Committee before the movie, a coalition, to sort of to make sure that he was doing a, a, a good job and not he didn't want to like offend anything. You know, because but he yeah. want he want to make sure he was doing justice, sort of like he wanted to make sure that he wasn't hurting anyone. You know, when doing it, yeah. And and not only that, like uh, in in interviews, uh, has very much uh, Brendan had has literally said that by wearing that suit and that prosthetics that he had to wear for it, he goes the amount of not only physical. Uh, physical um, strength, yeah. strength he had to use, but mental strength, yeah, to re- yeah, to actually get up to actually do something that he needed to do was just exhausting, and he was just like, so he now gets why anybody of that size. He said like, he says that, but you know, I I've not lived in the skin, so I can't exactly, you know. I can't imagine yeah. what they've gone through. So this um this movie itself is it's beautifully shot, but it's also it's also hard to watch, you know. Uh at points I've i I mean I close I, I did all this like I yeah, but I was trying more so <laughs> like I couldn't I was trying to cover myself, I was crying, but uh 
man, this you. I like how it's the information about Charlie is slowly released throughout the movie. You sort of get understanding more. Yeah. Each 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 scene, you you sort of get what's going on with him and uh, his past because that's really the. And they even they even, they they even kind of. Yeah, they even kind of throw you kind of curves in there where they're like, this is what you think happened. Mm-hmm. And then, like, later you get more information and it's like, oh, yeah. no. Yeah. Okay, that's not what happened to him. This is what actually happened. Yeah. Like, you, you get, you get, it's like an onion that has yeah. layers. And so, so this one is really more about like, it's more about, it's more about like grief and loss more than mm-hmm. anything. Like, you don't, like, to me, it's about all those things. And, uh, Charlie's condition is just a symptom of his lovely way of through yeah, life. Yeah. His loss. yeah. 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 And so, and so like I, there is um, some, some criticism out there about calling it fat phobic and all that stuff. And I, I'm not, you know, I, I, I don't think I'm in a position to speak about it. Uh, I, you know, um, a lot of my family are larger people. Yeah. I'm not going to lie. Yeah. Like uh, my grandfather was a huge man my mm. grandmother my i have aunts uncles that i grew up with uh that are huge individuals and stuff like that and um i don't think it was poking fun at anybody no. it wasn't making it, it wasn't making it funny no. it wasn't like going hey this is you know ha ah, look at fatso over here yeah. no it's not what it did yeah. it was like saying this is how this character this guy charlie this is what created what he is. Yeah. It wasn't about, it wasn't him being about being just a large male. It was also about him killing himself is the best way to say it. Yeah. He's killing himself yeah. on purpose. Yeah. And it's literally, that is the struggle you see throughout this mm-hmm. movie. I mean, the description of him trying to get back to his estranged daughter, I, I, I think that's like the worst description for this movie I've but, ever but heard. But it's part of it. It's like a big part of the movie. It's part of it, but it's like literally, I mean, and yeah, it's a big part of the story, but it's literally the, the relationship he has with the few individuals he does have some yeah. kind of relationship yeah, with. Yeah, so it's, it's a heartbreaking movie, and uh, I... It is affecting me big time. I hadn't started thinking about it. You know, like it stuck with me. Uh, it's better than Mother yeah, for sure. Yeah. I mean, I I'm I would tell everybody to watch this, but I will not watch it with them. Yeah, it's like, <laughs> yeah, I saw this movie. Um, but yeah, it's a one of the bigger movies year. Great movie. You have a good time. Get the Kleenex. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Like, uh, yeah. I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go home. I'm gonna. I'm gonna watch something and play video games. So uh, yeah. yeah. I'll go home I'll go home and play, you know, Gotham Knights. You yeah. just uh leave me alone there. All right, uh so uh guys, the whale, um Brendan Brendan Fraser is a god among men. I can't wait to see his next movies. I'll watch anything he's in. Dude, seriously, he's gonna he's going to like win every award yeah, yeah. for this movie until the end. I mean, it is just what it is. I'll just get a couple quotes and then we'll give our scores and we'll get on out of here. Yeah. All right. The more you rework these essays, the better. Am I at the right page? Yes, I am. Okay, cool. Just want to make sure. (laughs) (laughs) You're start reading stuff from Emily the Criminal. (laughs) Yeah. I share the message of love from Christ. I thought I was dying. And I wanted to hear it one last time. 
I'm going to stick you with a knife. Well, what would that do with my internal organs are at least two feet in. Yeah. <laughs> Things as life is, uh, will be better. Oh, well, never mind. Do do do. Only, man, I wrote down some, uh, okay. I, I wrote down some, uh, <laughs> some, some spoilers. Yeah. Okay. Sorry about that. She's just a teenager. Everyone's insane as a teenager. Tell me about it. Oh, she's happy. She's happy when she drinks. <laughs> I'm not attracted to you. You're a fetus. I thought you would get get over that religious stuff, but no, it was a cancer. Uh, you taught me something important. People are assholes. I was smoking every day, man. I had a problem. No, you were just a stoner and you had a hobby. <laughs> That's you, Chris. Right. Yeah, that's me. <laughs> yeah, I thought I thought it was. I thought it was. I need I need to know I did one good thing with my life. I'm tired. I'm sick of people telling me I have promise. Tell me about it. I am just another one that was trying to save us. From my own sad story. And that's it. Because a lot of them had spoilers. And I had to go right over that shit. I mean what's your score in this one? Uh, 4.5. I mean it's like one of the. Uh, shit maybe even higher. I don't know. <laughs> just fucking. This is like. It just. I just watched it yesterday. I think I almost need like a week. To freaking maintain. Where, where this is at. at my In my brain. Because it is a lot to go through to witness an individual on this journey in this movie. It fucks with you. So I don't know. 4.6. I'll give 4.6 for the time being. Might okay. be higher at some point. I'm a 4.4. 4, um, but I'm still processing it. It could change by the time next week rolls around. Yeah. Because that, that, honestly, by the end of the year, that's where it will so honestly appraise everything. Because uh, I'm sure that the movies that end up on our top 10. May not have that high of a score at first, but the stuck with us changes. But mine's a 4.4 on this one. Uh, so it's devastating. Uh, Brendan, Brendan Fraser is incredible in this fucking movie. And Darren Aronofsky did something, he did something here that it's hard to find in movies. It, it's heartbreaking, heart-wrenching. Why don't you go ahead and, uh, I'm on RottenTunes.com right now. What is the audience score for this movie? 93. 92. You're really close. Yeah, I, it's going to be the 90s for both these. I, I like. Okay, so what's, what's the critic score for this one? 96. 66. What? Yeah. Uh, so, uh, the, you know, the controversy is being... How is... Whoa... I'm sorry. Did you just say the critic score is 66? I did. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's, it's gone down. It was at 74, the highest, and it's gone down because there's a lot of criticism going towards the movie because of what, what it portrays. So, uh, here's the critics consensus is though. 
Held together by a killer Brendan Fraser, the whale sings a song of empathy that will leave most vo- viewers blubbering. And this was obviously written for all these other, but yeah, it's got a lot of controversy surrounding it. So the score has gone down than what it was. So, yeah. What the heck, guys? Yeah. Hey, man. I I just don't. I don't. I don't Anytime f- you do something that's outside of the box, dude, <laughs> it, it just it, it just gets nailed down so hard. <laughs> Remember when they directed a Batman movie? <laughs> like, like, <sighs> I'm like a year of my life. I I'm just getting like more and more fed up with people who are just like that is evil. Da, 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 da. It's like no, you're obviously not getting the point of this, and you are not the audience that should be listening watching this. Then, yeah, I mean, it, also looking at Darinowski's work, you need Man. to you need to. But that's the whale. That's I, the whale. Uh, next week will be our top of 2022 episode with Mark Radulik of Radulik Broadcasting. No, no, continue what you're going to say. Obviously, we're delayed. Hey, 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 Obviously, we're delayed. Continue your thought and just yeah, Darren Anosky's work. One, two, three. Darren Anosky's work is speaks for itself. He, if you watch Rickon for Dream or The Black Swan or The Wrestler, he treats all those characters fairly. And I, I, it's a, it's a, it's a movie about loss and redemption, and this is Charlie's condition is just a symptom of those things, you know. We're not, and it's just he, he doesn't he makes movies that are gonna challenge you. They're not gonna be easy to watch. Yeah, I mean, you seen Requiem for Dream? It's not easy to watch. Yeah. So it's 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 there to challenge you, but. I don't think it's hateful. I don't think it's fat phobic. And me, uh, no, I don't. I don't think anything. I think you're concentrating too much on this. One hundred percent. It's a good movie. Go watch it. Stop concentrating on the negativity. Okay. Uh, literally, seriously, guys. Uh, not making fun of big people or or anybody in this in this movie. It's literally just telling the story of this one man's travels. Yep. It's literally what it is. So, um. And it's not saying anybody has a community either way. Yeah. It's it's not. It's not doing that. So don't worry about that stuff. It's just an, an emotional movie, and people didn't know how to take the emotions that were going through their soul, and so they had to back. They had to outlash at it. And be yeah. like, it's this because I can't handle my thoughts and feelings as a human being. It's the worst thing ever. Right. Yeah. Okay. Anyway. That's that's the way it goes. That's the world we live in. Anyway, so go see the whale. Go see Emily the Criminal. Bottom line, both of that. Uh, next week, what are we doing, Chris? Top ten of uh, our top of twenty twenty two. We're doing ten of uh, ten best five honorable mentions and then to five worst with Mark Ryder of Ryder Broadcasting. Really fucking cool guy. I can't wait to talk to him again. Yes, and we'll put his link. He has a bunch of podcast uh, shows. I, I go listen every now and then and as much them. as I can. Yeah, well, I've been on it a few times, yeah, but I mean, I haven't, I not in a while, I think like half a year. Um, but um, but literally, I, I listen to it every time I get a chance. He does have some great thoughts on not only movies but also others like pro wrestling and social media and metal and uh, heavy metal. Yeah. Um. Yeah. Also, um, everybody, yay, cool, it's awesome. So next week is all about 
the year 2022, all the movies we saw, which well, all together is like 132 we reviewed this it's, year. It's a lot. It's a lot. It's a lot yeah, of I think it's year. like 132 yeah. movies we reviewed. Actually, I think I have it right here. Give me a second. Did you include we the have, whale in Women the Criminal? Yeah, well, I will now. I mean, okay, so all together. Oh, no, it's not that much. I thought it'd be a lot more than that. Okay, so all together with the last one, there's two, four, six. So we have uh, reviewed 101 movies yeah. this year. Good times. 101. I know, I've seen more than that. I've watched quite a few. Uh, yeah, so have I. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> like, like, even the movies we've talked about we were going to review, I saw those two. Yeah. <laughs> like, yeah, like, but um, so we'll go over the best of 2020 to uh, next week with our special guest Mark. Uh, we will have a great time. Everybody will love it, except for Chris. Because I, I love we're Mark. Mark's awesome. Him. I love Mark. Uh, you can find us all the movies on Southnet. Oh, point to Mike. Uh, you can find us all the movies on Southnet. We're on Facebook.com slash podcast. We're on Twitter. NTS Podcast with Instagram, NTS Podcast. Uh, we Patreon.com slash so Don't Suck. Uh, we go to Bonfire.com so Schmoozies Don't Suck and something they do. You'll find Church and Shit with Face on it. Watch on YouTube and subscribe. Watch on Twitch, go and subscribe. Watch on Facebook at that page. Share, share it with your friends. Um, and uh, if you guys want to send us an email, info at net or gmail.com We're on all streaming platforms where you find movies or where you find podcasts. You find movies that don't suck and some that do. What do you do for small businesses, Neil? If you got a small business, let us know. We'll be more than happy to uh, advertise. Just email us, message us. We'll be more than happy to give your information out there to our thousands of listeners, our millions of followers. We will be more than happy to give your information out there. And, uh, yeah, I think that's it, Chris. Right. Let's get her done. Oh, shit. Hold on. <laughs> Sorry. That's another episode of Movies Don't Suck and Something to Do. My name's Neil. And I'm Chris. And remember, folks, if your student debt gets so bad that you need to go out there and start stealing, maybe you need to vote a different direction. Have a good night.